Hello everybody, Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohort, uh, serving on field here in Italy, uh, doing evangelism, discipleship, and biblical church planting. Today we have uh, episode number 247 on the PMC podcast, and this is a special episode because it's about another ministry that we want to commend to you, uh, and it's a, a missions ministry um, and a missiology conference. Uh, the ministry is Radius International, and their missiology conference is happening this week and we'll be joining in virtually to uh, see what the latest is what people are talking about these days especially in light of the pandemic times uh, but we're going to go ahead and share with you uh, their website and what they're about why we like them why we commend you to them if you're considering getting involved in missions in the future or somebody you know uh, you can share this with them as well if they're considering a career in missions or doing international missions a great great place to get trained and equipped so i'll show you the website show you a little bit about the the missiology conference of which we'll be participating uh, in the next two days even from here in italy with the time difference now unfortunately we won't be able to see everything most likely because of the time difference uh considerable uh uh, difference there. So some other things are happening in the afternoon, evening hours, which would be like after midnight, perhaps for us here. Uh, so we'll have to catch that stuff later. But in any case, uh, great thing. And uh, we'll, we'll share that with you in just a second. I uh, just want to remind everybody, though, uh, practicalmissions.org, if you want to learn more about missions in Italy and how you can get involved or your church can get involved uh, through uh, evangelism efforts, discipleship stuff, and, and biblical church planning, training elders, and so on uh, here for the Lord's work in Italy, check out the website. There's all kinds of information there, as well as lots of different uh, gospel content available to you there from, uh, from the blog uh, to uh, we have here missionary Q&A. For example, if you have a question related to uh, missions or missions work in Italy, uh, you can leave a question at this uh, particular place here, speakpipe.com forward slash practical missions cohort. Leave a question related to missions or missions in Italy, and if we like the question, we'll be happy to give an answer to that. We have a Q&A series where we have a number of different questions that we've answered over the years uh, available for anybody wanting to learn more about missions and missions in Italy. Uh, in addition, uh, through PMC, if you wanted to get involved or be blessed through the ministry, uh, those of you who are our partners, you have free access to the PMC Academia, and future uh, short-termers and interns and so on will have access to this as well for training and equipping before they get to the mission field. Uh, so this is now up and going, and you can request members access. The first course called Foundations uh, is available, and it covers our philosophy of ministry, which, as you'll see, is very, very similar to the one of Radius International, which we're going to be looking at today. Uh, so, uh, yeah, in any case, those are available for whoever might be interested. Uh, in addition, the PMC PMC Ministry is on Instagram, also on Facebook. Uh, we have gospel content there with a missions focus uh, going out on a consistent basis uh, for your encouragement, for your edification, and to keep you mindful of what's going on in Italy and how you can be praying for the Italian context as well. All kinds of ways to get involved in missions here, short-term, long-term, cohorts, evangelism, English as a second language, internships, church planning, and more. So if you're interested in uh, more stuff there, Specifically, you can go to practicalmissions.org forward slash serve. So be sure to check that out. All right, so let me go ahead and do a, sh a screen share. This podcast episode is also uh, going up on YouTube and then on the Facebook uh, video. And so uh, for those who watch, we're going to be sharing the screen here and talking about it. And you can, you can check these things out there. Okay, let me make this a little larger. And this is their, their website here, Radius International. This is the homepage. And in just a few words there, they define what they are about and what's important to them. And it says right away, equip them before you send them. Equip them before you send them. And I would, I would testify that uh, they're spot on with that, uh, that 
need there, which is very important uh, because over the years, uh, in the last, I don't know how many years, but the last couple decades, I guess, many a missionary has gone out who may or may not, or should or should not have actually gone out. Uh, people who were not potentially qualified for pastoral ministry and things like this. And uh, so they're, they're not always being trained very well. And then we have issues, for example, um, I know it happens a lot in Africa where, because every, every uh, African that I meet here in Italy, and when I evangelize them, hands down, if they claim to be Christian, it's based on a prosperity gospel. Uh, and that tells me they're learning it from where it comes from, which was in America, unfortunately, where there's a lot of prosperity teaching, prosperity gospel, another gospel where you're supposed to be happy and healthy and wealthy all the time. That's God's will for you, without a doubt. You should never be sick. You just have to have the right amount of faith, etc. cetera, uh, because clearly they think that's God's will all the time. And uh, that's not the case. That's not the gospel. But that's what's being taught. And then in, in poorer context, people grab onto that idea. They love that idea. They want to be rich. They want to be healthy. They want to be wealthy. And, uh, and so this other Jesus, this other gospel is taught, and then, uh, and then that's going also now out of Africa to other places where they come, like here in Italy, and it's really unfortunate. So people believing that they're saved by their works because they obey God, uh, and uh, that there is no need for salvation, really, they're not even taught about that, but they're taught just do what God says, obey Him, and you'll be rich, and you'll be healthy, and you'll be happy, and He wants you well. And, and it's, it's this other gospel, it's really unfortunate, it's not good. Uh, but to the point, I think, equip them before you send them. Many people have not been equipped, have gone out, and uh, have unfortunately done damage uh, in, in a very real sense, uh, led a lot of people astray. So uh, the fact that the, their, their main thing is about equipping them before, the send, uh, before sending them out is very important. And in addition, uh, we have a very similar philosophy of ministry, uh, of the same doctrine as well, Reformed faith, understanding that it's God alone who, uh, who, who saves people. We don't contribute something to our salvation. Uh, it's all grace. And because of that, we can say all glory to God alone as well. Uh, we did nothing to earn any favor from God. We didn't choose Him, and, and that's why he, He's delighted to call us His children and so on. Uh, we were dead in our sins. We were spiritually depraved. We were enemies of God, slaves to the enemy even. And He came and set us free, caused us to be born again, gave us new life with new desires. And because of that, we don't like our sin anymore. Because of that, we desire Jesus Christ. We treasure Him above all else. We return from our sin. We embrace Him. Uh, we have faith. We put our faith and our trust in Christ and Christ alone. And, uh, and, and that's all to, to the glory of God alone. Uh, so we share that understanding, uh, uh, Reformed soteriology, and we're of the same uh, accord there. And so we also agree with this, though, that the idea that people need to be equipped before they come to the mission field. I was trained on the mission field, and I'm very thankful for that. I owe my life in a very real sense to those who trained me, dedicated hours and hours, years and years to training and equipping me in the work of biblical church planting here in Italy, apostolic church planting. Uh, not everybody gets that opportunity to be trained and equipped by those who have been very good at it and for a long, long time, for decades. Uh, but uh, another, the next best thing I would say apart from getting uh, personally trained by someone who's a veteran, and uh, even my my mentor who trained me, still today I think he's one of the best preachers I've ever heard, phenomenal, excellent man at communicating the Word of God in a tangible way, in ways we can understand with uh, imagery and stories and, and really capturing your heart and helping you see the big picture of what God is saying uh, in His Word and how we are to apply that. Uh, but equipping people before they go is very important. It's a great idea. It's, it should be this way, and it's not always happening, unfortunately. So, for example, anyone who wants to get involved in, in PMC, we have our own course to help train and equip you uh, before you get to the mission field, and, and we're putting some of those courses still together, obviously. But in addition, we would take hands down, we would be very uh, uh, 
uh, happy to receive applications from anybody who went and studied here at Radius International to be trained and equipped in missions, to have a biblical understanding of what missions is, of what the gospel is, a firm understanding, and, uh, and recognized as uh, people worthy to be sent out into the mission field and to understand how to persevere on the mission field. People who have gone through their program, we would be very happy to receive their application. Uh, I guess we could just sum it up uh, like that. But um, I'm thinking for a second, there's something else here I wanted to say. Let me see if it comes to mind. Um, oh, this is it. Uh, there's also big movements in missions nowadays, and uh, not all the, even the big missions aren't, even though they're big, I mean, the Roman Catholic Church is big, but they preach heresy, unfortunately. Uh, so there, there's, big doesn't necessarily mean good. There's a lot of big ministries, and they kind of take anything and everything they can and send them all over the world just to keep it going like a business, so to speak. I won't say any names. Obviously, we don't need to do that, but I think we all understand the idea. Uh, but then there's also these big movements happening nowadays, new trends when it comes to missions. Uh, you hear words like uh, catalyst and movement and things like this. And uh, even to the point, there's a lot of people, you may or may not know this, but there's a lot of people going out doing missions and uh, something called a disciple-making movement. These guys call it out and they explain what it is and what's being taught and they critique it with a biblical understanding of what missions is and who we are as Christians and what our job is uh, in the Lord's kingdom to do evangelism, disciple making and church planting and see uh, other pastors trained, natives trained, nationals trained to oversee the flock and the missionaries get out then. So they understand that and they, they call these guys out because what they're doing is they're, they're emphasizing just get a bunch of unbelievers together, give them the Bible and they'll figure it all out on their own is basically what these movements are talking about. So it sounds great. It looks like they have all these numbers. They're good at getting numbers, I guess. Uh, but in reality, what's happening is we have unregenerate people. So people who are still slaves to sin, slaves to Satan, Biblically, they're an enemy of God, whether they realize it or not. Uh, they're, uh, they're unable to truly comprehend uh, the Scripture, what it's saying, because they don't have the Holy Spirit. We have this dilemma here of untrained people, unsaved people, training and equipping other people. The missionaries encourage not to even teach. You shouldn't teach. That's looked down upon. Uh, even though God gives teachers to the church, preachers, pastors, these kinds of things, to, for the purpose of edifying, building up the church, and so on. Uh, so they, they run wild with these new wild movements and ideas and uh, and create very dangerous situations where potentially you have uh, heresies starting, cults starting, all kinds of problems there. Even though they make it sound good and look good and it seems so organic and nice, uh, they don't have a proper understanding of how salvation works, unfortunately. And that's the way it seems. And so they're just calling anybody and everyone who believes in, in, in God a believer, and then they run wild with this. Uh, but the problem with that, obviously, is we see from James, for example, that even the demons believe in God, but that doesn't mean they're regenerate, that doesn't mean they're saved, that doesn't mean they're in agreement with God. They believe in Him. So it's, it is possible. And, and Jonathan Edwards, in his books, Religious Affections, covers this topic probably more than anybody ever has, the reality of what an unregenerate person can do. They can do pretty much everything that a Christian does. They can imitate all that and appear to be a Christian without actually being born of God, without actually being saved. And there's a lot that can be said there, but it's very important when it comes to missions. You have to have a firm understanding on this. Otherwise, you call anybody and every, everybody a Christian. Missions gets really watered down. Disciples, the understanding of what a disciple is, gets really watered down. Everything can become a total disaster, like creating a swamp of, of, of heresy and all kinds of bad things. Uh, so these guys are very firm. They hold the ground, and they, they do a great job with that. And we see here another uh, emphasis of theirs, apart from sending them before they go. What do we read here? Missionary training for the 21st century. And one of their other big emphases that they have 
is the, the teaching of understanding another language, how to learn a language, how to speak another language, and even write it and translate the Bible, this kind of stuff. They put a lot of emphasis on that, and it's very important. It's an important part of missions to learn the language, because without learning the language, you can't ever really communicate to the heart of the people. You'll be, uh, at, at best, very weak in your communication of the gospel to the people. At worst, you'll be starting leading people astray, creating more confusion, and things like that. So, uh, in any case, they're, they're all about helping people learn the language, and we definitely agree with this as well. Language learning is fundamental when it comes to missions work. Uh, it has to be uh, taken very seriously. And to the point, uh, new missionaries for us, we, we would encourage them, and when we have them, Lord willing, in the future, uh, we definitely will be encouraging them. The first two years on the mission field, your primary task, if you want to serve Jesus Christ, is to learn the language and the culture. Do it as if you're doing it unto the Lord Himself. Apply yourself fully to learning that language as best you can so that later you can bear way more fruit than you would if you just, you know, go years and years never learning it well, never understanding. And I've seen missionaries go years and years and they never actually learn the language and they, at, at best, they think they're helping people, but everybody just gets soft when they speak in, in English and they try to understand you and then everybody's happy, but you're not really communicating. When you speak their language, you can communicate more in two minutes than someone can in two years if they don't know the language. It's really an astonishing thing, and it's very important when it comes to missions. And I really appreciate that these guys give emphasis to that, to the language learning, learning of the culture, and understanding the people that they're going to uh, with the gospel. Okay, so we encourage you just uh, check out their website, radiusinternational.org and you can learn more about their ministry there uh, but we commend them to you great stuff and here's the particular uh, conference that's going on tomorrow and the next day uh, our family will be joining in on this conference just to see what's going on what's new uh, especially in light of the pandemic and all the travel restrictions and anything that we need to be uh, up to speed on we're hoping to gain from from these guys here uh, but here here's what they say the radius missiology conference is a unique time where the ideas philosophies and methodologies of historic and contemporary missions are discussed and taught on over a two-day and taught on over a two-day conference these messages and discussions are led by pastors missiologists and experienced cross-cultural church planters it is an ideal event for pastors missionary candidates and church leaders to become informed on the state of modern missions and to learn how Radius can assist local churches in equipping their members to take the gospel where it has never been. So that's uh, that's the thrust, the purpose of this missiology conference. And these are some of the guys that will be speaking there this year. Chad Vegas, uh, he, he's, he has some courses uh, and he teaches a lot on missions. He's, I think, one of the founding members of this uh, Radius International Ministry. Uh, John Piper, famous pastor, theologian, preacher, uh, very well-known, very important figure in uh, modern-day uh, evangelicalism. Mark Dever, also very important, great ministry, uh, Nine Marks Ministry, Nine Marks of a Healthy Church, uh, a book recommendation that we hope to do in the very near future. Very important for understanding what a biblical church actually is and what it's not. Uh, very important figure here as well. Brooks Buser, uh, Brad Buser, uh, don't know these guys very well, but I heard a couple of their talks from the previous uh, missiology conferences that they did, and uh, important members also of the Radius International. Uh, so, uh, again, this is the conference. It's too late, unfortunately, if you wanted to register. Unless you live in the area, then you could go and you could be there in person and join in for $75. 
it says, uh, but for the live stream joining, I guess it's too late to register. Uh, so unfortunately, I was hoping to recommend that to you still, but it's too late uh, to join in that way. But I don't think you need to worry. In any case, if you want to hear what they're talking about, the, the sessions that they're doing, the teachings that they're doing, I believe they'll be available after the fact so you can check them out. Uh, this, for example, was uh, 2020, so last year, their conference. Here's uh, David Platt speaking, and you have other people speaking here. Ian Hamilton, uh, Chad Vegas, yeah, Brad Buser, David Platt again. So uh, you can catch up, I'm pretty sure, after the fact and still hear uh, what they were what they were talking about, Dr. David Jeremiah. Uh, so yeah, a number of different uh, well-known folks there, and you should be able to still get the info if you wanted. Okay. Uh, so again, this is our episode for today. This is episode number 247 on the PMC podcast, sharing a particular uh, ministry that we appreciate uh, that uh, is of a similar philosophy to ours when it comes to missions, uh, folks that we really uh, are, are thankful to see doing their thing and also hoping to learn some good stuff from them uh, during this conference this year. So if you're looking for anything related to missions and growing in your understanding of biblical missions, what that is, uh, you, you can definitely check out uh, those uh yeah, this, this website and the conferences and the, the past conferences, and, and you can gain from all the stuff they have there. We would encourage you, if you haven't already, uh, be sure to like uh, and subscribe and share uh, the podcast episode or the YouTube channel, the videos, things like that. It does help the ministry. And that's it for today. Uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. And uh, it looks like we'll be having uh, for you an interview with our social media assistant manager, Christine. We're finally able to work out a time where we can connect with the time difference. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit about her story and uh, what she's doing with PMC and uh, how you can be praying for her, as well as how you can uh, uh, imitate what she's doing, uh, finding a way to volunteer and serve the global mission of Jesus Christ, to be actively involved in that, in in her context where she is. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. Uh, that's everything for today. And until the next time, uh, God bless you. Ciao, ciao. The PMC Media Ministry exists to incorporate Christians into the Lord's mission of evangelism, discipleship, and church planning in Italy so others can flourish in Jesus' global mission whether they go or they stay. Thank you for being a part of the ministry. To learn more about what we do and how you can be involved, visit practicalmissions.org. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.